Hello, everyone, and thank you for attending our new 15-minute webinar series, All the Information You Need in Just 15 Minutes. The first in our series is today's webinar, 10 Lies Promo Companies Tell Themselves. My name is Laura Monroe. I'll be the moderator for today's session. Now, before I introduce our main speaker today, I'd like to cover a few housekeeping items. As a reminder, all webinar participants are in listen-only mode. If you have any questions during the webcast, you can submit them through the questions pane on the control panel. We'll answer as many as we can during the Q&A session at the end of today's webinar. Any questions we're not able to get to will be answered in our follow-up email. And lastly, this session is being recorded. We'll also send the recording of the webinar out in the next few days. And now I'm pleased to introduce today's speaker. Our speaker today is Darby Schwartz. Darby is an expert in helping B2B and B2C companies transform their digital commerce operations. So welcome Darby and thanks for joining me today. Thanks Laura, glad to be here. So Darby, the title of your presentation is 10 Lies Promo Companies Tell Themselves, which I, I find quite provocative. So can you explain what that means? Sure. So whether they are suppliers or resellers, promo companies are different from other distributors or retailers that are out there in the market. They have products that need to be configured, proofed, and approved before their customers can place an order. And so this means they're dealing with a certain level of complexity that those other people are not. And because of this, many promo companies fool themselves into believing a number of falsehoods about digital commerce. And so our job today um, and continuing is to make sure they aren't tricking themselves. Ooh, those are fighting words, Darby. <laughs> Not at all. Um, our mission and my mission is to help companies understand the importance of digital commerce and help them to be successful. So let's start with the first lie. What is it? Sure. So the first lie it, that promo companies tell themselves is that being online is enough. And it really is not. So a promo company cannot claim to have a digital channel if all they have is a website showing the types of products that they could order. To really succeed, they need more than that. For one thing, if your customers cannot select the product that they want, add their logo, see how it will look, get a proof, approve, and order through the website, you really aren't supporting the digital sales that are needed in the promo industry. Okay, so essentially you need to offer a shopping experience that's as easy as Amazon, but allow the customer to configure the products as they need. That's a great way to describe it. And just we as people are, are used to be able able to order online at this point at the click of a button at any time that we would like. And promo customers are no different in that respect. So if a customer has to speak to a rep or play email tag with your company, it really is not digital commerce in the way that will be most effective for that customer. Okay, so tell me if I'm correct, um, you need to remove the road bumps to a completed sale. Exactly. Obviously, with promo products, you have to add your logo and messaging to the product and make sure that it adheres to certain brand guideline, guidelines that you may need to follow. So promo companies need to be able to offer that functionality for their customers. And ideally, the customer should be able to see exactly what the end product will look like when they're ordering in terms of things like color, um, where it will be applied, how it's applied, placement, and you know all of the other things that go into a promotional product. Kind of like my QAD mug. <laughs> exactly. Exactly like the mug. Um, but there's more than to digital commerce than just great functionality. And that's really a benefit to the customer. But there is a great benefit to promo companies that they overlook, that their digital commerce platform can allow them to take a targeted marketing approach with their customers, too. 
So for example, your digital commerce platform gives you an easy way to access customers' order history in terms of products and frequency. And promo companies need a digital commerce solution that will allow them to easily create and send a brochure of curated products for that customer, uh, special time-limited discounts, or special offers that will appeal to them and prompt sales. So in other words, it's not just about making making it easy for your customers to buy, but making it easier for promo companies to sell. Exactly. And the reason why that is so important leads to leads me to the second lie that a promo company's competition is just down the street. Like any other kind of purchase, a promo company's customers are just as likely to buy online from a competitor if they offer a better price, a wider selection of products or an easier easier sales process. To basically the way that we all shop these days. Exactly. And cross-border sales and e-commerce have exploded over the last few years, and that trend is unlikely to change um, anytime in the near future. Obviously, shipping is a huge consideration for a lot of companies, but what many of them will find is that their competition is offering free shipping. And under those circumstances, previously loyal customers to your company may be persuaded to go elsewhere if they are able to get that free shipping. So Darby, do you think customer loyalty is a thing of the past? No, I think it will still be here, um, but as far it is far easier to lose a customer than to gain one. And so that leads to the third lie, that your customers love you because you're special. Uh, we love to all think that we're special, uh, but it's really just not that true nowadays. We're not guaranteed anyone's business, and you need to earn it every day. So what do you think the best way to achieve that is? Well, for one, you have to find your unique value proposition and sell it like no one has ever sold before. And as I said earlier, you have to make it easier for your customers to buy from you. And I think that's really worth repeating because it is so important. The more difficult it is for a customer to complete a purchase, the more likely they are going to look for elsewhere to order that product. That doesn't sound much different to any of us trying to shop online. So let's turn to the fourth slide. What is that? So the fourth lie is that digital commerce is a passive business. You need more than a website which loads great products um, on offer. Successful digital commerce takes research, design, marketing, uh, sales, fulfillment, and customer service. And if that's the same as really any other business. The big difference is your customers can now be anywhere in the world, but the same is true for your competition as well. And the fifth lie is closely related to this. It's the field of dreams lie. If you build it, they will come. Uh, and that's not necessarily true. Can you expand on that a little bit? Sure. Uh, so it's no, it's no good simply building a website and hoping for the best, just keeping your fingers crossed. Uh, you need to ensure that potential customers can find you. And that means putting in the work and putting in time into marketing, SEO, and differentiating that website and your brand. And if no one can find the website, then no one's going to be able to buy from you in the first place. Gosh, that's the truth. Um, if you're on page two or three of search engine results, nobody's going to see you. So how about the, the sixth slide? Sure. So the sixth lie is that free shipping costs too much. Uh, and that's not necessarily true. Free shipping is not too costly at all if you structure your online business properly. Um, you know, of course, you need to consider things like your profit margin and adjust the online pricing of your products accordingly. So are you saying that promo companies should bake the cost of shipping into the product price instead of adding it later? That is a great strategy to take. And the reason we shop online is because it's convenient for us as the consumer. And so when products are priced as delivered, it adds to that convenience. 
It simplifies the process of comparing prices from different companies. What's more, we all know that free shipping is a proven marketing and sales strategy that really does work. Yeah, well, it it certainly works for Amazon. You know, Darby, I was reading that I think more than more than 76 million households in the U.S. have an Amazon Prime account. Uh, my household being one of those, uh, but that's a great point. And <laughs> Uh, you know, similarly, when we shop online, we are looking for convenience and good prices. Um, so if you add on top of that things like a special offer, a discount, and other incentives to free shipping, you prompt your customers to take action on that. So let's turn to the next slide. What is that? Sure. So the seventh lie promo companies tell themselves is that they don't need digital commerce because they have a great relationship with their customers today. Um, digital commerce is like the Pied Piper. It will lure your customers away. My colleague Scott actually has a great story that il illustrates this. And uh, he was chatting to a distributor a few years back at an industry show. This, the distributor was talking about the fact that his largest customer had constantly asked about launching a company store and asked, asking the distributors if they could provide that store. The distributor did not want to do this because he had a poor experience managing inventory with a company store. And so the distributor then went on to say that his formerly large customer was putting in fewer and fewer offers. He was surprised by this. Um, he should not have been doing that. It turned out that the customer found another distributor who would provide a company store for them. And so, of course, he lost the business to that competition. So it really is important. Yeah, and it's kind of similar to what you said earlier about convenience trumping loyalty. You know, customers are going to go with the vendor that makes their lives easier and you can't blame them. No, not at all. Um, and promo companies that don't embrace digital commerce are going to continue to lose market share that they would continue their loyal customers. Um, one of the reasons promo companies have been slow to transform is actually the eighth lie, that selling online is for the younger generation, um, you know, people like my age. And, and that's really just not true. Well, that may have been true a few years back, but that's definitely not the case anymore. Um, as we saw once the pandemic hit, everyone increasingly turned to online shopping. I know I did. It's made a huge change in how online shopping works. Um, and so digital commerce is really not a generational anomaly. It's a very efficient model, uh, pure and simple. It's very easy way to sell. Time is precious for everyone nowadays. Um, and so digital commerce enables us to save time by going online to make a purchase whenever it's convenient to us. And that replaces the time of having to travel to a store or scheduling a sales call. And digital commerce is really not a fad. I think that that's something that we've heard recently. Um, it's the way that we shop now, and it's the way that we're going to continue to shop in the future. And so promo companies need to embrace the technology or face the consequences of losing their customers. You know, Darby, many of the lies you've covered so far are the reason promo companies use for not embracing digital commerce. So what do you think else is behind the reluctance? I think generally people are resistant to change. Um, it's a very human reaction and it's something that we see every day. But when the world is constantly changing, um, and that's what we've seen since the pandemic started and even probably before that, uh, you have to keep up with those changes. There's also a misconception that digital commerce platforms are just too expensive. Um, and that's actually the ninth lie. You know, there's free and very cheap templated stores that anyone can use and be up and running within hours. But I imagine these would not necessarily be the best option for most promo companies. Am I correct? Yeah, that's definitely the case. Um, there are 
certainly fine for smaller businesses um, that don't have the specific product um, processes that promo companies have, but these um, sites won't offer the functionality that promo companies really need to be successful in the industry. Uh, but the thing is, it's a comprehensive digital commerce solution is really not expensive. Um, when you think about it this way, if you want to grow your business, especially globally, you will either have to hire a ton of new salespeople or embrace digital commerce. And a digital commerce platform is also a fixed cost that works every day of the year, 24 by 7, 365. It sounds to me there, there's probably a lot of promo companies that have not embraced digital commerce because they don't necessarily understand how customer mindsets have changed, but also how technology has changed. A good digital commerce platform may have cost a lot of money years ago, but that's just not the case anymore. Yeah, definitely. And the world has changed in terms of our willingness to buy more and more kinds of goods online. Um, I think that that's something that we've seen change over the past couple of years. In our ability to buy online from companies anywhere in the world um, and our expectation for convenience. But part of the reason we as consumers have changed is because the technology has enabled us to make those changes. So Darby, let's turn to our 10th lie and last lie. What is that? So the 10th lie is that digital commerce is not for suppliers. Uh, there's a good reason why suppliers believe this. Digital commerce within the promo industry first began with online resellers and distributors. But these days, it really has expanded, which means that suppliers can now provide efficiencies and sales tools along with accurate information to their, to their distributors. Now, when you say accurate information, what exactly do you mean? Well, I think that's something that we've seen over the past few years is that the promo industry has faced some serious challenges. Uh, most recently, there have been disruptions in the supply chain, which we've all heard about, uh, which is really impacting the inventory on hand. Uh, digital commerce allows suppliers to provide real-time information regarding inventory levels to resellers and distributors. And with this, both suppliers and resellers know exactly what inventory is available and can pivot accordingly. Exactly. So let's say a reseller wants to place an order for a thousand hoodies by a particular brand and the supplier's salesperson believes that they have these in stock. So they take the order uh, and a day or two later, the salesperson actually learns that they don't have those on stock and they can't fulfill the order. So now you have a reseller who is annoyed because they place this order um, and they're not able to get it. And an end customer who is expecting a delivery within a few days of that. And you also have a supplier who has lost the business and the trust of that reseller. If both had access to real-time inventory levels, they could have come up with a strategy to deal with this. Maybe the end customer would have been happy to wait or maybe choose a different brand of hoodie that was in stock um, or use a sweatshirt by the first brand instead. Either way, everyone would have had access to correct inventory information and could plan accordingly to get exactly what they needed. It's interesting. Thank you, Darby. Uh, now, we've had a few questions come in, so we've got a little bit of time left. So let's turn to those. Uh, let's see here. Here's the first question. On my website, customers have to send me their logo or artwork, and we then send a proof for approval. That works well because we can check the artwork is the right spec for the job. If you allow customers to upload their artwork and order directly, you will probably get a lot of bad artwork. What do you say to that, Darby? 
I think it's fair to say that a lot of people may not know what a what resolution a logo needs to be uh, to print, let's say, on that QAD mug that you had. Um, but there are definitely ways to ensure that the correct size logo is used. You can clearly state those specifications needed and prompt people if their upload does not adhere to those guidelines that you put in place. So essentially, you could build quality control into the system. Yep, exactly. Um, I will say that uploading a logo and waiting for the promo company to come back to you with a proof is the way a lot of companies have been handling orders like that. Uh, but the technology has moved on and more and more customers will expect to be able to place that logo, um, upload it to the site, choose the decoration method and see exactly what they would look like at a touch of the button right on the website in front of them. So the question really should be not why you should change, but when will you change? Exactly. Okay, next question for you. You said that offering free shipping is not too expensive, but shipping is expensive and has gotten more expensive in the last few years. Credible argument. <laughs> free shipping can really eat into a company's profits. Sure. So I, I would say uh, free shipping is probably a lot less expensive than losing that sale in the first place. Um, so more than half of online shoppers will abandon their basket if they are unhappy with the delivery options that are presented to them. And that includes the cost of shipping. And the problem is many of the competitors in this space are offering free shipping. So some of your customers are going to see that is a very attractive offer for that free shipping. One thing that a number of companies do is they set a minimum price before free shipping kicks in. And that way you can incentivize your customers to buy more in order to receive that free shipping. Interesting. Thanks, Darby. So let's take another question. Do you really think customers are going to order from companies in Asia or Europe? I don't think so. They'll need to pay taxes and import fees and it'll take too long, especially at the moment. I mean, that's, that's a fair question. If I order something, let's say from Korea, it's going to take a lot longer than say I ordered from Kansas. Yeah, I would say that that's generally true unless your goods are shipped by air. Uh, but for the right product at the right price, many customers will add the longer delivery times into their planning. Sure, we all like to get our order in a few days, and it's honestly what we've become accustomed to with Amazon Prime. Uh, but if we know that the delivery may take a month, as a business, we can plan around that. But there were two parts to that question, actually. So the first had to do with clearing goods through customs and maybe needing to pay extra to get the goods delivered. But it really depends on the intercoms used. Most digital commerce sellers that sell globally sell delivered duty pay. That means that sellers carry the cost of transport, insurance, and customs clearance. So the buyer actually doesn't need to worry about any of that. So it's not really more hassle to order from a seller outside of the U.S. In that case, it just takes maybe a little longer. Exactly. All right. So, Darby, that looks like all the time we have for. Um, if you'd like to discuss any of these issues any further, please feel free to contact QAD Web Jaguar Digital Commerce at info at webjaguar.com or see our website, webjaguar.com. On behalf of Darby, myself, and all of QED, we wish you all a wonderful day.